0: 1980 KCIM Sports presents KCIM Sports Rewind. A look back at the week in high school sports, brought to you by St. Anthony Rehab Services. Sports Director Jeff Blankman, John Ryan, and Jeff Honnell. All
1: right, welcome back to KCIM Sports Rewind. Once again, this week we're going to be talking a whole lot about uh, the state basketball playoffs. We got state wrestling to recap and more. So, and we're looking forward, of course, to the uh, All Rewind All Star festivities that are coming up in the first weekend of March. But uh, right now, let's talk a little bit about the state wrestling tournament. Glad to have back with us once again this week, Bill Kane. Uh, you survived a second week with Jeff Honnell, dude. Congratulations.
0: <laughs> I did, and. You know. You know, we get along great because we both have the same background, farm. You know, cattle, the farming, all that, and in the wrestling, (laughs) he he has no doubt he can talk anything all the time. Brothers from a different mother, right? (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about it. Uh, Fourteen kids that qualified for the state wrestling tournament. Let's kind of go through the opening rounds. It wasn't a great first day for the kids.
0: No, uh, it really wasn't. You know, the three young men from uh, Carroll got through that first round. uh, You know. It was a, I yeah. don't know what play-in or whatever they want to call it, and um, but then the second round they all six went down to go along with the, the eight and the first one Yeah, it was not a great day.
1: Yeah, so that I mean that put them in a tough position just to start out the whole tournament.
0: And and it ended up the seating we didn't like the way they re- you know seated them and then the way they brought them back. Some of the kids got some really tough kids. Yeah, there was a lot
1: of confusion about that. I mean, I don't think everybody was really sure about what was going to happen until it got explained by the uh, Boys
0: Athletic Association. Yeah, um, you know, some of those guys, they ended up, you know, they were wrestling a guy that was in the finals, and they also wrestled third place. You know, you shouldn't have had to go through two guys like that in your first two rounds.
2: Yeah, and the other thing, Bill, and, and you can speak as, of this as a, as a wrestling coach, having talked to some of the wrestling coaches that were down there with kids this year, you know, those kids that got by in the opening round might have like, say, for example, Carol went out and warmed up, you know, at 12, 1230 or whatever. It sounds like there was no mats in the back this year for them to continue to warm. So then those guys got to buy. Well, like a Colton Whelan at 285, he, he didn't wrestle for two, two and a half hours. He was wrestling then against somebody who had just come off of a win. So I thought I noticed a lot lot of those guys that got buys in that opening round ended up losing their second round matchup. And I wonder how much that was a part of it because they had sat for so long while they were going up against somebody that had just wrestled maybe 45, 50 minutes, maybe an hour prior to that.
0: I think it made a big difference. I really do. Um, uh, and it was tough on those kids. You know, yeah, it's yeah. nice to get the buy, but, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I always like to have the match to get going. You mm-hmm. know so, yeah, I thought it was tough. And a lot of those guys that got the by-god beat. Yes,
2: they did. I And I was surprised. And I think that's partially what made that backside so tough because instead of, you know, one of those top eight seeds moving into the quarters, all of a sudden you had a bunch of one through eight seeds dropping onto the backside of things. And then it sounds like in the middle part of the bracket – they they didn't kind of switch things up, so that's where you were getting
0: stuck with maybe the number two and number three guy or something like that yeah, on the backside. Yeah, the crossbacking back, cross side. back we thought was messed up. Yeah. Um, you know, you should have matched, you know, so like instead of coming down against the bottom half, you went against the top half of the bottom. Right. And, yeah, it just made it, this, you know, you might have a 10 wrestling a 16 and you might have a four wrestling a five. I mean, yeah. You should have those split apart. It just didn't look right. Right.
1: Did yeah. you get a lot of confusion from the kids saying, why Why is this all going on? No, kids kid? no. don't. That they just go to rest. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they don't care. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the coaches probably and us media
2: people get, because I, I will admit, Honnold made fun of me on the air several times, as we both <laughs> do to each other. But, you know, that first day, I, it said, you know, first round, second round, first round consolations. And I kept looking at the time going, they're going to have a really hard time getting another hole Round in here, so and, and stuff, and then all of a sudden it was like, okay, there's no first round consolations. When are they going to wrestle? Is that going to drop back now to to Thursday? Well, I, <laughs> nobody had explained it, that <laughs> you know ahead of time that the first round consolation was all buys. Yeah, so, so if you lost your wrestle. first match, you you automatically moved into the second round consolations and mm. got a buy in the first round consolation. Yeah, everybody was a little confused. I mean, it was their first time. Yep, but uh, yeah, it confused all of us. So the other question I've got for you is, is, you know, in years past when I had always went down with you, and even last year when Jeff helped you, that... You know, it was always next match up. I think they need to go back to that because it seemed to me like sometimes you had, like you guys were talking about, sometimes you'd have a 220 on, but you'd still have a 160 because that match, you know, the the mat that they were waiting for took so long to become open.
0: Yeah, they would put them three mats deep, you know, three matches deep on each mat, and you went as it came up on that mat. But, yeah, if you had two pins— and the other one went overtime. Yeah, you could be three or four weights difference of what you were wrestling with beside you. Does that mess
2: with the wrestlers at all, or like you said, they're just there to wrestle, and that, that doesn't really affect them at all? I don't think
0: it messes with the kids much. Right? They're, they're just there to, you know, hey, I'm going to go do my thing, and you know. But yeah, it it messed with go It messed with us. I yep. know that.
2: Much better second day. Actually, even the second session, as far as Carol getting you know three wins there in that first round on Wednesday, and then uh, a better second day than we had first day. Especially, I thought in the morning session.
0: Yes, and then uh, the second day, like I said, some of our kids ran into some, you know, the toughest guys there. That yep. it just what well, didn't seem right. But anyway, uh, and we lost some tough matches in there too. But yeah, it was a uh, second day was much better. Who stood out for you? I'm sure Draylen Schweitzer, who was our only place winner, finishing
2: in fifth. But who kind of stood out for you this year?
0: Well, uh, you know, Schweitzer, obviously. Yep. Um, they, nobody expected him to go and do what he did except him. I mean, he just believed and kept going. Um, you know, some of the kids look good. Um you know, they they all look good at times, right? Yeah, and a uh, couple, three of the kids did just didn't get st- their motor started, right? But our kids wrestled extremely well. I I love those two kids, Me Sack. They just kept yep. coming. Uh, you know, they'll be back, and that's the thing with most of our kids that were down there are going to be back, and you know, hopefully they take this as a good learning experience and come back and do much better
2: i thought one of the things that jumped out in me listening to you and, and jeff call the matches with Draylen, especially was in his first couple of rounds it sounded like he was almost pinned on his back a couple <laughs> of times that you thought maybe it was over for him and then all of a sudden he found a way to get off the back kept himself alive found a way to come back win those matches because he never it sounded like gave up the big three points and the five point moves and stuff he gave up smaller point moves and kept himself in it got wins there, and that prope- him then to that fifth place finish.
0: He he just grew as he was down there. Yeah. Um, those first matches he was coming from behind in the last third end of the third period to win. You know, coming up with a five point move to win by one. But um, we got to that fourth or third day, and um, he was getting that early takedown. You know, or not the early takedown. He would get the takedown at the end of the first period, right. the last second, the last second of the second period. He get another takedown, <laughs> and he'd end up winning five to one. I mean, it was like. I got the confidence to go do this now. Right. And uh, it's just like he was growing as he went. And he just got more and more confidence. And, uh, you know, on, a, and on Saturday morning in the placings, uh, you know, he went against a real tough kid that first one, but it wrestled him well. And then he came back and, and beat the number two seed handily, I thought. Right. You know, for he just took care of business. So was Saturday any
2: different for you guys, or did it feel pretty normal going back to the kind of the way it was set up?
0: Uh, it, was, it was back to the way it was set up, but um, I tell you, we were getting tired. <laughs> I'm mean, too old for that four-day stuff. But, uh, no, it was much more just like we'd always done it down there. Right. I kind of wondered on that, too. I, I
2: You know, I, you and I had been down there, and there had been times where we were, you know, like waiting for, you know, 180-pounder, 182-pounder or something's championship match on a Saturday night, and we're both kind of looking at each other. Glad as all be that we've got a young man that's going to be wrestling for a state championship, but going, oh, these have been three really long days, and, mm. and you know, you're kind of—you're are ready for things to, to be done. That additional fourth day has got to be draining. Yeah, it
0: is. It, it was tough on us. It's got to be tough on the kids, too. Yep. But actually, we thought it was better for the kids because they only had two matches every day, Right. Uh, you know, and physically. Now, yeah, that fourth day, we did start seeing a few more kids getting hurt. They were tired and stuff. You know, they had things dinged up here and there. But um, not nearly as bad as we had in the past on, like, that... We called it Blood Day. It was Saturday. Right. <laughs> you, wrestle, you could wrestle. You know, I remember I had Ryan Walderman down there. It was like six matches on Saturday he had to wrestle the place, you know. Yeah, I remember talking
2: to Olivia Viegas last year's Girls' State Tournament. She had one day where she wrestled seven matches on that day. The other question I had for you is is that uh, Coach Noggle brought this up last Saturday morning on the coaches' show that, you know, for – Those guys that were waiting in the consolation brackets, it was almost unfair to them in a way because it was nicer when somebody lost in the quarterfinals and they had to turn right around and wrestle that same day. So that guy that was waiting on the backside, all of a sudden now, that guy that lost— Sometimes we're able to get to, to wait overnight, and and then you know, as you know, as coaches, you can kind of get them, you know, back thinking properly. Because sometimes if you're a two seed and you get beaten around, you're not anticipating getting beaten. It's tough to come back 50 minutes later, an hour later, and and be
0: there, you know, precisely to be able to wrestle. Yeah, we thought it, it made a big difference on that uh, that the kids that were higher seeds and getting beat did not have to come back and wrestle right yep. back. That they got to the go overnight because they can get themselves, but their coaches and teammates and you know yep. everybody else can get you ready to go again. And, uh, yeah, we noticed that that was a big thing.
2: Do you think that's a good thing because then the, the higher seeds probably have a better chance to move and on, or do you think it's unfair then and like to go back to the old system where they had to wrestle right I like this
0: one. Do you I like personally this one? do, yeah. yeah. And the kid that, you know, if I did good enough to get seated up there and I yep. got to that uh, next round, you know, yeah, I, I deserve to get a chance to get my mind set again before I go back out there. Yeah, I agree with you because if you get into the quarters
2: and you get knocked off, say it's a 4-5 or five matchup and you're the 5 and you get knocked off in a tight one, to have to turn right around and wrestle against somebody that's been able to sit overnight and be prepared for you uh, it's kind of an unfair disadvantage for you, especially considering they had lost earlier in
0: the rounds and you had made it farther. I agree totally, yeah. I I, I like this. I never did like the, the way right. they did it before and I didn't think it was was fair but this is much fair let's talk
1: about some individual uh results that went on i know cooper ludwig uh was what 42 and 5 on the year something like yeah, that Yeah, 42 and didn't four, think, up on the finished. podium i thought that was that
0: was really kind of a shame i thought uh you know like him uh parkas yep. you know, riley the 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 way that they brought guys back mm-hmm. and ha- who you had to wrestle really made it tough for them um they didn't get a, sh- a fair shot. I mean, instead of getting a guy they should have gotten, they got a they got higher seed, they should have gotten a lower seed in that wrestle back and did not. So, you know, they went down and wrestled well. But uh, I just don't think that – I think they need to change that. I mean, we – I'm sure there'll be a lot of people recommend it. Mm-hmm. That math-wise, math it just didn't match up. I, they right. forgot to have a math teacher help them. <laughs> with
1: that. How about the representation, representation from Carroll and Camper? Ten wrestlers going down. I'm not sure if we ever had uh, ten from the town of Carroll. Uh, Bill before. might be able to. Bill might be. Able I can't remember, to I remember yeah. ten. Yeah, from yeah from but I, how yeah. Was,
0: did, you, did you notice people from Carroll there at the state? Oh yeah, but the, you know when it would, you know if we take two or three, or they take, they always had a nice crowd, yep. so it was similar, but. You Yeah, there was a nice crowd down there. Yeah, and I know know Eric Noggle told me on the
2: Carroll part of things that um, back in like the 1920s or something like that, they had more, but I think he said that was back when everybody qualified for state, so this is the most that they could remember uh, ever taking, and I think Jane Vaughn told me that they matched the record for the most that Carroll took down with four, or is
0: that off? You're longtime camper coach. I thought gets. we had five one year, but okay. yeah, I, I don't argue. It's like I ran into some people from my hometown. Yeah, so they, they had five down there, and they'd put that that was the most. I said, well, wait a minute. We had six the first time we ever took anybody. We had yeah. six guys, and we only had 12 weights. And he looked at me, 12 weights. I said, Yeah, we only had 12 weights and we took six guys. I said, We had four thirds of district, too. Right. So, you know, <laughs> we had four more than almost. Man. <laughs> oh, we'll have to go change that. But. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, personally, I'm not going to argue. I don't argue with anybody anymore because right, I no. don't remember that well. But, yeah, it could well be. Let's let's talk a little bit about the setup. All one a in the
2: morning, all two a in the afternoon, all three a in the evening. Instead of having sometimes one a and three a together and two a and one a together, that had to be nice. It was much nicer for us. Yes, um, I don't know what the, the coaches and the kids thought, right. but I mean, uh, but yeah, it, for us, it was much nicer. I know Honnold said that he hopes they keep the same format where 1A is always in the morning and 2A is always in the afternoon. Since we don't have anybody in 3A, kind of works out to be able to get the evenings uh,
0: where you yeah, can go grab a bite to eat. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> got a bite to eat and got some sleep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, uh, I do too. Uh, keep 3A in any, any evenings. I know they get their bigger crowds out of the smaller classes, and they, right. that's why they like to switch it around. But I don't know how they'll do that. But, yeah, it would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about the youth wrestling
1: program. Is that are we really seeing the full impact of that youth wrestling program now at the the high
0: school and varsity level? I think I, I believe so totally. Um, you know, when I was coaching, we didn't have junior high wrestling, so the first time these kids ever saw a Matt was their freshman year. And you're trying to make Doesn't up. that seem crazy now? It does. I mean, and these kids have been wrestling for 10, 11 years that my kids never got a chance but mm-hmm. they right. still we're able to compete but not to the level that you wanted them to yeah no i I do I think we're seeing this uh the, all, the little kids wrestling has really made a huge difference. Yeah, and I, I would agree. I, I one of them, I, I interviewed
2: four of the kids before they went down, and, and they gave these guys some interviews to play. So I, I know, as Honnold says, the interviews were a little bit dated by the time you played them on Friday and Saturday, but without me being able to go down, it wasn't like I could go down and get fresh ones. But Cooper Ludwig mm-hmm. talked about that, and, and uh, he mentioned that, you know, he came up through Cardinal Wrestling, and a lot of the guys from Carroll and Kemper that were down at State had come through Carroll you know cardinals wrestling and and he really felt like you're starting to see you know the dividends pay off with the successes that uh, that they're now starting to have so the kids are, are believing it and i think that's a that's a, a certainly a way to continue to get kids involved with it cuz i know coop goes back and still works with the cardinal wrestling program and helps out so i think you're seeing a lot of that's the kids that are doing it. it yeah that they grew up in it they really enjoyed it they they felt like they had some great coaches in there and now they're going back and kind of giving back and helping with the young kids, and that, uh, that that's really cool to do.
1: Well, I think, and you were seeing the the impact, you started with filling up some of the weight classes. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, you're seeing those weight classes move on to the state wrestling tournament, so that, that's fantastic to see.
0: Yeah, I, I you know, I, I assume all the kids that were down there had been on it, but, you know, yeah, it makes a huge difference. These kids come in, they know, the you know, there's so much better quality of style of wrestling, the moves they're using and their strength is yep. you know, uh, I think the strength they get they start getting strength put on and yeah, it's just huge. Yeah. And of course, you saw the girls wrestling
1: tournament. You saw the boys wrestling tournament. Two very different tournaments, but both very exciting.
0: Yeah, it was. I mean, the girls, I, I still got to say it looks like the boys did 30 years ago. <laughs> but we both commented down there that we're seeing a lot of those, you know, the bars and the halves. We're seeing them more in the boys again, too. So, you know, maybe it's coming back a little bit. There was still a lot of tilts, don't get me wrong, and a lot of the stuff that mm-hmm. we never even thought of back 30 years ago. But uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it is, and it's exciting. I mean, it's I, when you're wrestling one on one, you know, it's me against yeah. you. Yeah, there's and no place to hide. No. <laughs> and so, yeah, it, it's going to be exciting. Absolutely. So uh, we we thank you so much for doing that,
1: and with that, well, thanks for putting up for Hon, with Honold for you know not yeah. one but two tournaments. I mean, come on. Did you ever just reach over and kind of baff him? No, I did not. I never
0: had even the inclination did to do that. Said,
2: oh, you had to have the urge to do that, did you? Uh, no, I, yeah. I think
0: he might have had it with me, but no, I never had.
2: That. And we will see what we can do to fix the the, the issues with the speakers being so loud. Oh, I have sent a message awful. off to the to the association asking you know and saying that it was difficult for you guys to be able to hear each other and, and uh, we'll work on some things on our end and, and try to make it better for you guys. So, and hopefully next yeah. year I'll be back down there uh, and and I'll be closer to be able to run up and, and help out if need be. So and hopefully an aerial view at the, uh, the girls tournament would be really super. Yes. Nice. Oh, that will be. Yes. Yeah. And, and it sounds like maybe that's going to be in the works. I, you know, the, the thing that I thought was kind of interesting was, was when, uh, you know, found out that the, the girls union didn't realize anybody was going to be doing life play-by-play. Play. They thought everybody was going to be down there just doing updates, you know, mm-hmm. on the radio and, and to come to find out they didn't realize that oh yeah, you need to be able to see things
1: to be able to do live play-by-play. Play. Yeah. yeah, that that's really helps when yes. you play-by-play. <laughs> play. So, Bill, thanks so much for doing all that. We certainly appreciate that. Uh, again, uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next year, right? Make the commitment. I plan on it. Thank you all much. Right. You right. at, Thanks, Bill. Bill Kane once again <laughs> joining us here this morning on KCIM Sports Rewind. As the athletes at your house prepare for hard
0: work and fun of the season, remember that St. Anthony Rehab Services provides physical therapy for any sports injury that may sideline your member of the team. Sports injuries can plague kids of all ages and keep them from playing the sport they love. Athletes will be under the direct supervision of a certified and licensed healthcare professional in the newly renovated sports performance facility. If an injury is keeping your athlete out of the game, call St. Anthony Rehabilitation Services at 794 5000 for sports injury and treatment rehab. What's the fastest way to get local scores?
1: The new Carol Broadcasting Sports Network app. Download it for free today in your app store. You'll get scores and game recaps, game videos and interviews, podcasts, daily sports schedules, athlete features, and more. It's the most complete coverage of all of our local schools and teams. Download the Carroll Broadcasting Sports app by searching CB Sports Network in your app store. That's CB Sports Network.
2: Child support is so much more than money. A child needs love, care, and financial support of both parents, even when the parents live in different households. Iowa's child support program offers services to ensure you can meet the financial and health needs of your children. Visit our website at www.childsupport.ia.gov for more details. Your child deserves your support so they can be happy, healthy, and successful.
1: All right, thanks to Bill Kane joining us here this morning on KCIM Sports Rewind. Nice to hear the uh, the expertise, yes. yes, of a guy who's been there to so many state tournaments and, and seen so much good wrestling over his time. Yeah, wrestled at it, uh,
2: coached at it, now has been broadcasting. He's been helping us out for the 19 years that I've been here. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, you know, so uh, him and Brian Hogue used to kind of bounce back and forth, you know, back when they were in different class sizes, um, you mm-hmm. know, whoever was available to come up and help, and then... Bill retired, and and uh, you know he it was. He, he. He was excited to be able to, go, to kind of go down and be a part of the whole thing and, and has been ever since. So
1: The most comfortable seat is that broadcast seat, not the coaching seat. or yeah, a lot it's less pressure. Broad... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it's KCIM Sports Rewind brought to you exclusively by St. Anthony Sports Performance Program. If you're an athlete of any age who wants power, strength, you can, of course, get it with his eight-week workout program. Give him a call at 794-5241. Be your best preseason, in-season, or off-season. Where do you want to start with basketball? I mean, Carroll dominates last night on the road. That that was a, a great sight to see. But we also had uh, the girls on Saturday had some tough losses, including the Carroll high loss. Yeah, let's
2: start with uh, the Carroll boys last night. Uh, you know, they had, uh, kind of... I know revenge probably not the right word, but, uh, you know, they had lost in the playoffs two years in a row and didn't play them last year, but the two prior years ended mm-hmm. up falling to Sergeant Bluff-Luton, and both of those were here at home and low-scoring, hard-fought games. And it was interesting because Tanner Gatto kind of talked about that last night. He's like, yeah, one year we scored 29. You know, next year we were in the 30s against these guys. He says we wanted to offensively come out and show, mm-hmm. you know, what we could do. And he knocked down five big threes, and Trey Hunter was able to get to the rim, and Bryce Burlaw hit some nice floaters and um, the Tigers executed really well on the offensive Van Evan Hammer had six assists in the ballgame. You know, they trailed a couple of times early, but never by more than two. Uh, They were down 4-2 to and 6-4, to and then, uh, you know, took the lead in a way for good at 8-6. They were tied at 10, and then Jack White scored right before the end of the first quarter to put them up 12-10, and, um, you know, they're up 29-23 at halftime, and then just flat. They had Sergeant Bluff-Luton so frustrated in the second half last night. Uh, I haven't seen their stats yet. They hadn't posted them last night when I looked, and I haven't looked yet this morning. But uh, they finished with five made threes. But I'm thinking they shot 20 percent or less from beyond the three-point arc, because the Tigers did a really good job defending that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then was surprised uh, that that uh, Serge Bluff really at times they would try to get it inside, but rarely did they just try and pound the ball inside. And they had a height advantage uh, and stuff. They just kept throwing up those perimeter shots. And you know, the, you know the old saying, you live by the three. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes times you don't win by the three and and last night uh, the missed three pointers probably did sergeant bluff Luton in at home but credit to tiger defense and and the game plan that coach beason put together don't you see that a lot in
1: teams though if they if they really you know use the three-point shot a lot in their attack they don't focus on anything else if that's not falling they just keep on shooting saying they'll eventually fall they'll eventually fall instead of uh, going away from it and then letting it come back naturally. They try to force that issue.
2: They do, and, and it, it's kind of that old, you know, cliche of we do what we do, and if it's not good enough we don't win, uh, and stuff, and I guess I've always been of the believer of if it's not working, adjust <laughs> yeah. and, and do something different. It's because, the playoff.
1: Win yes. ugly, win however you can, yeah. and move on. Yeah, you know, and if you have
2: to do something different than what you like to do or normally do, that's you know, that, that it's called adjusting and, yeah. and, and, and all those type of things. So they but should
1: to, ask him later on. Anybody who says that, they should ask well, after a game, would you rather have won the game doing something different. Of Correct. course, they would say yes.
2: Yes, but they don't say
1: that at the time going in, right?
2: And and I understand what they're saying. They want to yeah. be. That's what they practice and that's what they do. But yeah, I was surprised a little bit. But yeah, good win for Carol last night. Um, I, I thought everybody that came in pitched in and, and did something. They locked it down, uh, you know, on the big scores. Uh, they held the top three scores for Sergeant Buffalo and well under their average last night, and 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 d- really did a fantastic job. Coach Beeson talked about it that you know they. Had kids that wanted to get shots in specific spots, and what they did is, is they would they would get out on them and force those guys to put the ball on the ground and then take mm-hmm. tough shots, maybe floating or moving away. So, a uh, really good win. They'll head up now to Healden, hopefully on Thursday night, with the weather rolling in Wednesday into Thursday. I'm hoping they don't end up having to move that yeah, exactly because I'm hearing what six to ten inches or something up in the Sioux City area,
1: possibly in that area. The yeah. farther north you go, they're going to get a lot more snow than we are yep. here. So, so, yeah, it's it's going to be iffy. It is. Um, you mentioned the Carroll girls
2: on Saturday night. I know they ended up losing by 12, but anybody that watched that game knew that game was much tighter mm-hmm. uh, than what the final score indicated. Carroll was down four with all the momentum, uh, with about five minutes left in that ball game. ballgame. Yeah. Um, you know, the, I always it's always funny to me when you, you you grow up listening to coaches, and it's like the trailer, the trailer. You always have to have a trailer on the break. Well, it was late in the game. They're down seven, and, and Chase and Art comes up with a rebound, and with that speed she has, she pushes it. 150 mile an hour down the floor and stuff, but you know Dallas and her Grimes ended up getting her stopped in the lane, and Cameron Shable did exactly what you're supposed to do. She trailed, uh, mm-hmm. and she came and, and Shea hit her with a perfect pass, caught it in rhythm at the top of the key and drained the three, and DCG quickly called the timeout because Carol had the momentum at that point. They're down four, and, and you're feeling really good. You're thinking, you get a stop here, you go down and score, and this whole thing's going to be different. Well, Carol almost came up with a stop. Um, DCG was was running out of time. They were number one, weren't they? They were ranked number one, yes. Uh, They were running out of time on the shot clock. They threw a skip pass over to the Rice Girl, who literally was standing almost out of bounds right in front of the Carol bench. Uh, And she had drained a couple of long threes prior to that and knocked one down. And it literally was in the air as the shot clock siren is going off, horn is going off. So she barely got it off on time. But I think that one kind of sealed it. I know Carol still had some... Some time and they got it down to five a couple of minutes later, but never able to get it back under you know that five point margin and ended up falling. But just what a what a tremendous effort for the Carroll
1: girls the other night. Yeah, you see it, those late shots yeah. like in a possession are just killers because you think you're so close to getting a stop and, and really turning the momentum around and all of a sudden it just swings back the other way. It does. It does. So the, the Carol girls season came to
2: an end and the night before we lost three girls uh, teams. Uh, Kemper took on Underwood down at Underwood and uh, the Knights just didn't have the size. Um, Underwood had a Jacobson girl that was about six two and she was long and played really straight up and down and was physical enough that um, she was just an inside position about a foot, foot and a half from the basket. She'd catch and turn and it was power layup and or she'd grab rebounds off of miss shots. You always hear the cliche of sometimes your best offense is a is a miss shot because mm-hmm. you have a great rebounder, and that's what they had that night. And and I know that the scores only had her for twelve rebounds. I guarantee you she had many, many more. She might have had twelve offensive rebounds that night, but I don't <laughs> think she shot. ended up with just twelve rebounds. But twenty-eight points. I thought Kemper battled hard. Um, you know, the disappointing thing for them is I know they're gonna lose one one of their all-time greats and Catherine Mayhaw. She set so many records this year, assists, steals, points, you know, and all that stuff. So they're going to be graduating one of their all-time greats. But you can see the turnaround. Uh, you know, there was a stretch there maybe 10, 15 years ago where Kemper made like nine straight regional finals, and then things kind of yeah. started to slide a little bit. You can see their building again. Andrew Clank did an outstanding job. They've got some young kids that really like the game of basketball and want to be in the gym working on it. it sounds like Elsa Keith and Tuller's constantly getting a hold of somebody, going, "Hey, can I get in the gym? Can I go work on my shot?" You know, and as just a freshman, that's that's the type of kid that you want to see and yep. the type of kid that you're going to be able to build around. Um, South Central Calhoun had to go up to Pocahontas area and, and just disappointing for them. They were up twelve to nothing to start the game. Very similar to the first time they played up at Pokey, jumped up big. We're up at halftime, um, but Pokey just kind of kept chipping away and, and did a good job defensively. And 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 Carol, or South Central was not able to hold on and. And, and uh, you know, uh, Pokey took the lead in the third and then uh, just kind of edged away a little bit in the fourth and ended up winning by seven. But, you know, two of the greats to ever put on a, a Titan jersey and Kylie Schleichman and Riley Bata also saw their careers come to an end that night. And, you know, you feel for them and and stuff. But uh, what great careers and what a great season they had this year trying to get back down to the state tournament mm-hmm. after making it last year. And Coon Rabbids-Baird, everybody forgets they're young. <laughs> yeah. You know, they didn't have a senior uh, at the end of the year this year. They did not have a so they're all back next year, and Caitlin McAllister, using a lot of the things that she learned from Gene Rasmus and playing for him uh, at IKM Manning, is 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 starting to build something special down there. They yep. they had three freshmen starting and playing a lot this year, and and you know they they're up 41-40 early in the fourth quarter at Exira Kern Kimmel. Then they were having to play though without Breely Clayberg, who got injured with a sprained ankle late in the third, and uh, you know, I think Xyra just eventually uh, Tom Peterson, such a great coach down there, figured out how to to take advantage of really not out on the floor, and mm-hmm. and uh, they were able to pull away and kind of dominate that fourth quarter. So all three of our girls' teams saw their season come to an end on on Friday night.
1: So we got three more games coming up tonight. I want to talk yes. about these two because boys basketball back tonight. Kemper, uh, Kemper and Coon Rapids baird I mean, both the girls and boys teams made it quite a ways. They did uh, absolutely. The and so yeah, uh, the kudos to them. And South Central Calhoun, kind of the same way. Yeah, so those three teams. I mean, really rose to the top when it came down to
2: they Victoria. did. And then you throw Carol into the mix with yeah. the way the girls went, and the boys are still alive now as well into round two. But Especially the way they played in that first round, yeah, put them yeah. in there. So, uh, you know, for Kemper, they got a, a really nice win against Green County, kind of took control of the game in the second half. They've got a tough one in OABCAG, very athletic, Um, going to want to get up and down a little bit. Uh, it doesn't sound like they're tremendously a physical team. They're more of a finesse team, uh, which should play into Kemper's hands. They got DJ Vanami back on Saturday, and he looked really solid out. On the floor. If Kemper defends, it's got to start with the defense for them. But if they defend tonight, mm-hmm. the game's in Sac City, by the way, folks. I know I've had several people reach out to me. Um, the Boys Association website says the game's in Wall Lake. As John and I know, yeah. they don't play in Wall Lake. The game's up at the middle school uh, or elementary, uh, the elementary building they up there in Sac in City. In Wall Lake. Yes. They do not play basketball there. Yes. So the game's in Sac City tonight. I'll have the broadcast with Doug Wanderger here on KCIM. You mentioned Coon to Bear. They beat. ACGC last week, week yeah. and a half of the regular season, they get another shot at them. Uh, it's always interesting. That game was originally scheduled to be in Hoover because everybody thought Ankeny Christian would be the team advancing uh, and stuff. They didn't move it, so it's going to be down at Ankeny Christian. Did I miss something? Because I was, say, I me, Hoover, I was yeah.
1: reading that this morning, <laughs> saying it's at Des Moines <laughs> <laughs> Hoover, and I was shocked at that. I'm not. Like, it's not part of a doubleheader, no. So, yeah, it, why was the, why the selection of that side? I don't they, know. They
2: had selected it before the round where I Excuse me, where Coon knocked off Ankeny. Christian, so they 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 had anticipated Ankeny Christian coming out, and, and rightfully so, they were the number one seed. Mm-hmm. But Kuhn went in and, and knocked them out, uh, you know, on on uh, Saturday, and and uh, got a really big win on on Saturday against them, and you know now they get a chance for another rematch with the team that they had beaten earlier in the season, and and, and they'll move in, you know, to the if they win, they play on Saturday in the district final, and and I think they've got a really g- legitimate chance. I love the way they're playing right now under head coach Corey Meyer, and then uh, you mentioned South Central. County. Calhoun, uh, they picked up a big win on Friday as well, uh, and uh, stuff, or, or th- yeah, so Friday is when they rescheduled, and, and they ended up playing a little bit later in the night on Friday night because of postponements on Thursday, and they had the girls game up at Pokey at 6, so they tipped at 8.30 on Friday night to allow their crowd to be able to, you know, get to both games, but uh, they now uh, end up squaring off with the Sioux Central team that they know well. It's a conference foe, a team they had hosted earlier this year and lost on a Saturday night. I think the Titans will give a much better performance this time than what they did in the second half the first time around. Everybody forgets they were in the game at halftime and then things kind of went south for them in the third quarter and they ended up getting down by as many as 33 but I I think they've got a legit chance that game's going to be up in Storm Lake and Tyler Bruner will have the call tonight on uh, kick 106.7. Again, Coons on KKRL tonight and I want to give a shout out uh, to both Nick and Paige Brinks. Again, I know I did this last week Mm -hmm. but, uh, um, you know, Nick found out that we had a game in Hoover and uh, you know, he lives in Ames and, and and, uh, you know, he knew that we were going to be struggling to be able to find, you know, get everybody where we needed him to go. And, and I think he's got some family coming in to make sure Paige is not alone with the little ones. And uh, he's going to be able to, to take uh, the drive down to Des Moines tonight and cover for us.
1: Give Paige the huge assist on that yes. one for, for, for being able to do that. Yes, absolutely. So letting, letting Nick go do that ball game. So you bet. all of those tip off at 7 o'clock tonight. Again, all those games should be fine. No weather issues yep. going on with that. We're kind of eyeballing that Thursday one, seeing yep. what's going to to happen there but that's that's a long way off And uh, hopefully the forecasters just got it all wrong. Yes, we're hoping anyway. (laughs) Hopefully
2: they're about six inches off on how much they're (laughs) they're gasoline for snow. John did want to let everybody know again. uh, We'll be announcing our coaches for the All Rewind festivities who are going to be, you know, asked to coach uh, for wrestling and for for basketball coming up tomorrow Uh, and stuff. We're kind of letting things play out a little bit before we invite coaches. But the uh, players for girls basketball, boys basketball, girls wrestling and boys wrestling uh, announced those on the radio. Radio the last few days in the sports cast in the afternoon but also have that entire list available on the website at sports.1380kcim.com so you can go and see all the kids that have been invited so far mm-hmm.
1: and by the way if you haven't downloaded the mobile app that is terrific I use that all the time every morning I pull that up to see what the results were yep uh, just go to your sports uh, just go to your app store and search CB sports Network totally free download and it is the authority on local sports that is Kcim sports rewind for this week.